Uh, holy shit, I'm Mike. And I'm Ernie, we are Dancers Entertainment, this is Damn Straight Radio. Damn Straight we are, and we're here with motherfucking Circadian Laugh. Yes we are, on location at the Bookingfield BFW. Can you guys introduce yourselves? What's up y'all, I'm Matt, I'm gonna play drums in Circadian. Hey, what's going on, I'm Nora, I'm a uh, rhythm guitar. Hey, I'm uh, Shane, I do the screaming sounds. I'm Ryan, I play the guitar. Good fucking shit. First question. Wawa or sheets? That's a tough one, man. <laughs> I'm going to have to say Wawa, dude, because I've only had the mozzarella sticks and sheets, and they weren't as good as Wawa breaded chicken subs. I, I don't even know the other place, so I'm going to have to go with Wawa, man. Just never let I me go, down. I go Wawa for quality. I go sheets for variety all the way. Ooh, that's a good one. I got to go Wawa, too. I got to go Wawa. Alright, alright. So, you guys got a favorite place for a slice of pizza? Theirs is probably different than mine, but I live in Totowa and I go to Dominic's. Been there for the entire time that I live there on Union Boulevard. Shit's great. I uh, gotta go to my guy Enzo. You know, they got them crispy crusts, you know, quality slices. That's all I ask. I gotta say, Enzo's is my favorite, but I quit that place without putting in my resignation, so I don't go back to Enzo's. So I am without the best pizza of all time, but my favorite pizza, it's gotta be Bella's. Bella's in uh, Stanhope, New Jersey. Big shout out, my boys. Enzo's in Bud Lake, baby. <laughs> Starland or Stone Pony? I go Starland just because of the consistency year-round. Stone Pony Summer Stage is fucking sick, but it's uh, it's only seasonal, so I gotta go with Starland year-round. I just have to go with probably Starland because of all the good memories I have there, all the good shows I've seen there. Honestly, I've seen some good shows over there myself. Yeah, dude, all all like my best show memories I like associate with Starland, so I probably have to say that. I, you know, I feel like I just got to be out. I got to go with Stone Pony, man, because I played there. I never played Starland, and I got a lot of, got a lot of love for the Stone Pony. They, they both get great shows, but um, I got to go with Stone Pony. You know, it's by the shore. The, the summer shows are fucking awesome. I, I, I don't know. I, I just have some great memories at the Stone Pony. Got to go with Stone Pony. All right, so when you write songs, what's the songwriting process like? Um, I guess I'll start off by saying that Ryan, Ryan is the brainchild for a lot of it, comes up with a lot of the riffs, and uh, I help fill in the gaps as far as drums and whatnot, and then I'll let Shane, Shane carry the rest. What do you do for your uh, vocals, man? Uh, well, usually I, I go through the song, and I make just like nonsensical rhythms, just like, and then I'll go through that, and I'll write lyrics to that, and then I'll take the lyrics, and I'll try to sculpt them into like better lyrics, and then that's... Usually, then we'll then we'll go through and we'll review everything I do, and then we'll change it all, and then then we have a song. <laughs> That's some good fucking shit. All right, does pineapple go on pizza? Yes, yes, queen. <laughs> pineapple bacon, dude. That's the that's the go-to. Shit. Barbecue chicken pineapple pizza. <laughs> I personally don't like fruit on my pizza, but you know it's fucking pizza. Do what you want it's with 2019. it. Twenty nineteen. Fruits on everything. Exactly. Put it on whatever you want, man. Put it on the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what are your influences? Um, ABR, Periphery, and Every Time I Die. 
Oh, and Dance Gavin Dance. That's my four right there. Uh, definitely, definitely August Burns Red. Uh, I'd say probably System of a Down, too. And, uh, you know, as far as what we're doing now, Periphery is also definitely a big band. Hell yeah. And, like, what I listen to to try and, you know, get into that mode. But, uh, it's going to be a little weird, but it's got to be Say Anything, Brand New, and The Wonder Years. Those are, that's, I get all my lyrical influences from them. We left a bass inside, so we're going to go get that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I grew up listening to emo music. I didn't like metal until I joined this band, and I definitely made a full 360 on it because I love metal now. But yeah, Say Anything, Max Bemis, oh, my guy. I don't even know where to start with my with my influences, but I guess top top three is what we're doing. Whatever you Anything want. you want. Everyone said three, so whatever. <laughs> everyone, everyone said three. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna try to give three. All right. System of a Down. Good shit. Definitely has to be up there. Between yeah yeah. <laughs> he already. BT Bam. BT Bam. Got some good shit. Yeah. Between Great the better to me, definitely. And. Um, I can't not say the Devil Wears Prada. The Devil Wears Hell Prada yeah. literally Woo! fucking like. Yes. Yeah, Devil Wears Prada has to be in there. I can't say anything else about that. Like it's, it's got to be there. Love DDWP, bro. Love Hell that yeah. I feel so not metal right now. <laughs> hey, it's okay to be not metal, okay? I mean, listen, I'm into uh, Dream Pop. I love Turnover for crying out loud. And you know, Oh, I love Turnover. And we saw Turnover at the TLA with Turnstyle. That was sick. That yeah, was such a sick and show. the biggest question I have about that show and the whole tour itself, how many indie rock kids were surprised by a hardcore band playing with them? I heard a mom. I there was there was I was I got pushed all the way across the room in the pit, and That's there was amazing. a mom. There was a mom and her daughter, and she just goes, "I did not expect that." My favorite thing ever is I saw the Common Vision tour about three years ago, and that was every time I die, real friends and counterparts. What the fuck? And all the, Actually, all the real friends fans were googling counterparts before counterparts went on because they didn't know it was about. That was to like real them, friends. Was real friends went on tour with, with uh, Cruel Hand, and then they just pushed all the real friends fans out of the way. No way. It was that game changer world. Um, Not me that time. Favorite local band. Favorite local bands. I don't know. Oof, I don't know if I can give just one for that. Uh, I mean, I gotta give love to Circuitry. Matt has been in my roster of of very cool humans for a very long time. I love with Sales Ahead. I love, I love them too. That's I love Map of Rome. That's my homie oh, right there. Shit. And honestly, um, I guess uh, t in a top tier playing kind of way, In Angles is one of my favorite. Oh my god, god. yes! Time, That's some Joe good Scala. shit right there! That's some good shit right there, man! Joe Scala. Uh, he is legend. It's pretty awesome. We saw them a couple weeks ago, and I really Sick. I have to say I fuck with them. Gotta say, Oceans of Illusions. Fuck Holy yeah! Shit, yes. <laughs> Yo, me and Mike, we had them at Scene Founds and Elizabeth twice. It was some dope. fun times. It was some fun times, yo. Yeah. They're cool guys. I'm actually uh, entering that vocal cover contest for them, so Didn't get ready. Didn't they play here get the last ready. time we came? They played here the last time yeah. we were here. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they actually did. It was the uh, Fabulous in Motion EP release show. Yes, it was. All right, we got one more guy. I, I wish I I wish I could list all the local bands that are fucking pick three. killing it right now. <laughs> yeah, pick three. <sighs> he said Ocean of Illusions, so I'm just I'm gonna float that out there because I gotta say Ocean of Illusions. I'm gonna give three more. Um, Enochian Roll. is is mm. fucking never heard is, of him. Is fucking awesome. Um, 
Honeycomb the Desert. Oh my God! Yes, Joe Galupo's my man. Throwing down for the scene for the longest. Joe Galupo's solo stuff and, is really um, good. Sicarian, Sicarian is 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 just. Oh, Sicarian! They're from Staten Island, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw they, them a long they, time ago. They're they, sick. They just actually have a Sicarian pin. Show they do, man. Like they're they're awesome, man. All right, so um, what do you prefer, basement shows or big shows? Um, I like I like the big shows just because of the sound quality. You know, there's a certain technicality behind playing metal music, and you like that you like that backup on stage and off stage to to really reflect how you're playing. I like I like big shows more than basement shows. I gotta say. Uh, I think they both have something to offer. You know, they they make you feel different both ways. So honestly, I like both of them, but a big show always feels a little better after the end of it. Mm -hmm. You know rather than basement show so all right interesting i love the feel of a big show i mean if there's a big crowd you're going to get so much energy from the crowd but a basement show there's no way to like capture the intimacy of just like a small room and everyone just stuffed in there like sardines dude it's just i got i gotta go with basement shows man i feel like you make some best friends there or better yet, you know, like that one scene from the first episode of Spongebob where all the anchovies march into the uh, Krusty Krab, you know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Feels something like that, you know, like in a basement show environment, you know, every single anchovy, you know, just crowding out. And then next thing you know, you know, after school would ask them to show some decency, you know, they start a fucking riot. Just imagine like a hardcore show in a basement, you know, the anchovies acting like that, you know, just imagine that. And Mr. Krabs and Squidward, you know. Being you know, crowd surfed on a fucking boat, all because you know the anchovies are going outraged because you know, they're not getting what they want. Carmine is that's the ultimate crowd. Carmine is Mr. Krabs. Carmine Ciafano is Mr. Krabs. If Carmine is Mr. Krabs, and who's Squidward? Squidward, uh, that guy Jakey. Oh yeah, the regular. The regular. Guy. All right, one more. Give me the fucking basement show. I want I, I want people on my face. I'll take the basement show. Uh, when you eat a black and white cookie, what side do you eat first? No, I eat, I eat straight down the middle, and then if I have to take bites on either side, I make sure that I I take two bites of either side before I start chewing. There's no there's no sides in a black and white cookie. Hmm. Uh, dude, I eat the white side first, and if I still feel like I have like a little more hunger going, then I'll start on the black side. But the white side first, I'd say, yeah. See, it's weird. I, I eat the white side first, too, but it's because I like the dark side more. So I want to like oh, save. I want to save the best for last. So I'll like you know I'll eat. I'll suffer through it. I'll eat through the white half, and then I'll you know I'll get my nice chocolate taste. The black and white cookie is far wiser than I am. So <laughs> I'll eat whatever side the black and white cookie offers me first because it's really not up to me. It's up to the universe. You know, it's a black and white cookie. You know, you just spin it like a top, and then it's whatever side lands in front of you. That's the side you eat. Whatever is presented to you. Whatever is presented is what you shall All right. Any big festivals you guys ever dream of playing and would like to play? Um, a lot of people go for Warp Tour, but um, that's yeah, that's out of the way now. In the exactly. In the next gen, I would say So What Music Fest has been pretty cool. It's been South by So What for a little while now. So What, and I I really enjoyed that one. I went to that, and I think I Matter up in uh, Northern New York is very very cool. Sweet. It's a free festival uh, with a lot of. A lot of good heart behind it. I want. I want to play I Matter Shit. or So What across country. Gotta shout Those out Pusa cool. Fest too in Canada. Oh, dude. Wait, what's that one? Pusa Fest in Canada. That's where Feeny played. 
It, and and uh, Molly Rhythm played there. It Word, was a, dude. I mean, any Canada. reason to go to Canada It's basically is a like reason. South by So What, but in Canada. I like that, too. Yeah, I think those are some of the ones that are on the come up now. I, I yeah, want to play those. We're going to go to Riot Fest in September. Oh, uh, yeah, I've been to Riot Fest, but Riot Fest has been cruising for a long time. I got a lot of respect for Riot Fest, but on the come up, I'm looking at So What and I'm at Word. It. So What is dope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> all right, then. To rip all shows. The Slipknot. All and any, dude. What's the all festival that Slipknot puts on? Uh, Not Fest. Not Fest. That's the one that Proletariat played a few years ago. <laughs> Can't believe. I really like, I got to mention it now. I mean, for my influences. The Super Bowl. My <laughs> the Super Bowl. Actually, we fucking wish, man. Only if they would allow metal, but they are all about the mainstream manufactured pop shit. They cut off SpongeBob. I know, right? They didn't give... Proper respect to uh, the creator of SpongeBob and all that, you know. That's fucked up, but yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on. But really, influences-wise, I, for, I, t I forgot to mention Slipknot, dude. That's like, that's where my scream comes from. I love Slipknot. But festival-wise, I got to say Skate and Surf, dude. Skate Holy and Surf shit. is fucking awesome. Yes. I had a great time every time I've been to one of those, and I would love Same. to, like, bring some fucking metal to that shit, dude. I saw From Autumn to Ashes and Folly oh. play that shit. It was dope. But I had to choose to go see Comeback Kid or uh, Trapped Under Ice, and I went with Trapped Under Ice, and right. and a cop picked me up and threw me because I moshed all the way out to the wrong side of the pit. <laughs> my friend, wow. my friend just tells me the story, and he's just like, you know, some cop picked you up. I was like, I I didn't know who that was. He's like picking me up, and I'm still swinging. <laughs> well, that's some. Because I like ended up shit. moshing in like a popcorn stand or some shit, because that's how far the pit opened. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's what happens when, you know, if everything is you know, too close to, you know, a stage, you know, having a hardcore band and whatnot. So you got to be careful with that. And, you know, have like a set perimeter. Though. Exactly. Slaughterfest and Mayhem, we're ready, baby. Oh, yes. Fucking mm -hmm. okay. when, <laughs> when not making music, what are your hobbies? Um, I play a lot of video games right now. I'm into Apex. I'm into uh, Borderlands is free on PlayStation. A lot of Overwatch. And uh, I like to read. I've been reading a ton re uh, recently. What do you read? Um, reading right now. I'm reading the Poetic Edda, a Norse Norse uh, history. That one's pretty cool. Favorite author is Tom Robbins by far, man. He's just got a quirky thing to him. I read a lot of Tom Robbins too. Uh, when we're not making music. Yeah. What's your hobbies? I like to sleep a lot. I like to. Uh, I think that's a I like lot to, of favorites. I, yeah, and I like to. Sleep cook. is peace. Sleep is such peace, dude. Sleep is serenity, and I like to cook all the time and feed myself and treat myself. Okay. Good shit. Yeah. Uh, I like to play with the pooches, dude. Not in a sexual way, in just a you know a puppy way. And I like to uh, you know I write a lot of poetry and. Oh shit. Shit, man. I uh, like sleeping and watching television, dude. <laughs> If I'm not playing music, um, that's it. That's it's all you not. Do, it's not very often, but I mean, <laughs> I'm, either, I'm playing an RPG or I'm hanging out with my girl because those are, those are pretty much close seconds for me. All right. So, out of all the venues you play in New Jersey, what has been your favorite? Wow, all the venues. Um, <clears throat> Rough territory here. I gotta think for a minute. You know, I know which one you wanted to say. Used to be. And I used to be Dingbats. Yeah, but to we be can't. I mean, you could say that because yeah. I loved Dingbats at one point there. until everything went downhill. Until everything went down the shitter, man. I saw some great. I, I'm not gonna lie. I saw some great shows. One of my favorite bands of all time played there. I saw uh, 
stick to your guns play there and oh, I stole the mic and I got to sing the song Amber with the singer so that show holds a lot to me so I can say yes I've been there many times I saw Lorna Shore there and I oh, like yeah. stage dived off the stage so <laughs> there's a lot of great um, memories there Dingbats was our home base for a while mm -hmm. I uh I don't know what to say besides that. If anybody knows what happened there, that's what a big shitstorm happened there. Exactly. Um, it's whatever. Now, I the up House has been hosting us a lot. That's Ooh. just our. That's technically home base for us. So okay. I think th I think the Stanhope House deserves a little bit of plug for uh, always, pu Stan always putting us up in our hometown and, le and letting all our friends come through there. It's literally on is our street. Is that your house? Because it is literally Stanhope? 50 feet from the from the house that we practice. There's at, like one cop in your in. town, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's quite possible, man. Yeah, I like the Stanhope House and. Um, and when Cianfano's exactly. was kicking, I know you guys were familiar with Cianfano's. I really fucked with them. I love that place. R.I.P. On, on and on to better things, I guess. We'll find the next one. Yeah. Yep. We're you know, looking. Yeah, we're still looking. You know, I mean, Cianfano's, you know, it was a good spot, but, you know, I mean, shit happens. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely San Hope House just because it's uh, so local and it's great when all your friends can kind of come to the show and not have to worry about like traveling distance and, and we could those are the best shows when all your friends are there and it's like packed so and I also also want to do a shout out to uh, my boy Jimmy from uh, Harborlands he runs the clubhouse in Tom's oh, yeah. River no, and he's doing he's I doing really just, good stuff there I was just about mm -hmm. to say that dude we just played there a couple yeah. weeks ago we booked a show no. there a few weeks ago and too. that shit was awesome bro that room is so tiny and it's like exactly what I was talking but about like, before the intimacy they turned it room. into a venue like it's like oh it's just tables and chairs in there and then five minutes later it's a venue you're yeah. like wait what that was the most, like, broed-down merch room I've ever been in, dude. Yep. Like, all the bands just stuffed in one little line. It's like, you really get to know everyone, which I thought was exactly. so cool about that. Because, mm -hmm. like, getting bands socializing and stuff and talking about their music, it's such a beautiful thing. And it's thing, cool because you know? there's little shops there and stuff. You don't yeah, even, like, expect yeah, exactly. it. The all CBD the bands are like, shop. wait, is this is this where we're going? Like, they're looking at, like, <laughs> you're going to the mini yeah, don't Yeah, don't think it's the actual storefront itself where the show is happening. But no, it's that, oh, you know, other room yeah. that had the tables and the chairs where the actual show is happening. Death so, you metal know. show at the mini mall. Exactly, you know. Just imagine a fucking slam show over there, you know. Oh my god. Imagine uh, Splat Intros in there. What? If you guys actually know, what the fuck is the gorgeous girls part, dude? I, it, I'm not, I don't know. We saw the sign. There was no one in there. Saw some clothes on the rack. I wasn't sure if it was a prostitution thing or not. But oh, the gorgeous girls. Yeah, gorgeous girls. They Do you guys a, know what that is? They had a party there. It was just some like clothing company, but oh. I think they're leaving. Oh yeah, they were there, but I, that's what I—that's what I assume, dude. I saw Jimmy. gorgeous girls. You put a Z on girls, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but we got one more person to ask about favorite venue. Um, I'm gonna say the Clash Bar. The Clash. Oh, Good fucking shit. I love that place. Yeah, yeah. The Clash Bar. Um, I don't know. The the staff is always just really like laid back there. That's my they're, boys, they're, yo. They're cool people to talk to, and. Um, the lights, the lights are always, uh, are always cool. It's just like a, it's a nice environment to be at, you know. I like the Clash Bar, man. It's my favorite. Why the name, Circadian Laps? Oh, they got yeah. some food. Why the, why the name, Circadian Laps? Yeah, where'd you get the name why from? Why'd you pick the name? Where'd you get it from? Um, so I've always had a weird kind of a sleep cycle I guess and um, that was always when I did the best work was when everybody else was asleep I, I just felt at peace when nobody needed anything from me 
and hmm. you really just felt like you had no responsibility, just like those those late hours of the night when those those were the times you could hear where your I felt the most inspired. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you can hear your thoughts. When you, you shut off the TV and there's no sound at all and everybody's asleep, you just... You hear nothing. Exactly. But you hear yourself talking. Yeah. That's a great that's a great way of putting mm -hmm. it, man. Like you just you just feel comfortable with yourself and it was just kind of like when, it, when, when we added the laps to it, it was just kinda like your biological cycles, but you're just kind of like a little bit out of place from everybody else, you know. It just <laughs> that just it just felt right to me when awesome. I thought of it and everybody else seemed to go along with it, so yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's some good fucking shit. All right. So for the uh, respective instruments you guys play, is that all or do you guys play anything else? Uh, I'm trying to learn a little, bit of, a little bit of piano just because it's very straightforward sheet music wise. It encompasses a lot of all the keys, all of the octaves you could possibly play. Uh, so for me, it's piano. It's a little tough, but yeah, drums and piano. Yeah, I've been also playing piano for a couple of years. I went to school and took a bunch of classes and stuff, so I'm pretty good on the piano. Uh, also, I play classical guitar, which is like pretty different in, than what I'm, you know, doing with the band. But it's, you know, it's good to have that versatility. It's fun. I write a lot of acoustic folk music, actually, and that's like one of my other like passions aside from metal. But uh, hmm. then I also, you know, I fuck around on the piano. I can't do anything cool, but I can do like you know CFG chords and stuff, and uh, know a couple Hanson songs. <laughs> all, <laughs> the, all these metal bands are not so yeah. metal when I interview yeah, them. Yeah, no, when you get to know us, really poetry, not that metal, dude. Poetry and folk music. Yeah, poetry and that's my that's my shit. Actually, it's now, lovely. Now we know who we need to get for our next show, where we need acoustic poetry and folk music. Yeah, give me a shout, dude. How come? And, and I got I got a Solo I'll album. set you up uh, with Joe Galupo. Apparently so. <laughs> I'll set you up with Joe Galupo from Calm the Desert because his acoustic stuff is amazing. That's awesome, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. If 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 any of you guys follow me on social media or anything, I I like to put up a lot of like math rock kind of style guitar videos. Um. I'm always trying to to branch out and do some other styles. And to reinforce the piano thing, if you guys learn piano, like trust me, you'll you'll be able to master any instrument after that. It'll be a lot easier because piano is really the root for everything. So yeah, I, I, I play a little bit of a little bit of piano keyboards and um, I've I've tried to dabble at the drums but like that that is that is that's real hard for me. Just it's so ambidextrous. It's just Actually, yeah. actually grew up playing drums. The first, I played drums for like 15 nice. years, and now I can't play anything anymore. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your biggest challenge as being in a band? Like, what's the biggest challenge of the band has? Scheduling. <laughs> like everybody, hey, that's the truth. Everybody's all on different schedules. This guy's that's got it. work at like seven. That's this other it. guy works like. Thing. It's just. Trying to get a day off would be impossible sometimes, you know what I mean? I've been there. Yep, scheduling, finding time, exactly. that's pretty much the hardest part of it all. Honestly, I have a lot of trouble finding inspiration sometimes, you know? It's like, I love writing, and when shit flows out, it's awesome, but then, like, getting to that spot where you're, like, amused by something, it's a lot of times, I don't know, trying to capture that moment. Especially after a long fucking shift. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, bro. You're working, like, 12 hours, and then, like, you got to sit down and try to, like, write some, like great lyrics and it's like damn dude how 
for me, it's broken communication. Like it, it happens a lot when you're playing mm-hmm. with like with, with like five or six people. You know, you're you're all trying to get on the same page, and everyone's trying to communicate in their own way, and you just you just don't line up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it carries over to the studio, and one person feels feels one way about something they you thought was agreed on. And it just it's it's really about communication. If the communication is there and you guys all are, are on the same page, then all the other problems will be will be really easy. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the most key thing that I can say about like dealing with your problems mm-hmm. is make sure you're communicating with your bandmates. Any idea you have, even if you feel like it's a stupid idea, you should be communicating that. My stupid with, idea with is great. Yeah, yeah. My idea stupid w- ideas are fucking awesome. Like. My idea is when uh, I'm in a I'm in a hardcore band, which we only play like two shows at the Meat Locker, but we're playing a show that I booked July 20th at Champs in Trenton. We got ten bands, Storm the Capitol Fest. Nine bands actually. Nine bands, and uh, our band's gonna open, and we're gonna open up with King of the Hill theme song. Nice. Because Fuck randomly, yeah. someone's my my guitar player said I look like Bobby Hill, so <laughs> they're just like, okay, let's King play the, the King of the Hill theme under, song. Undervalue. That's a great I love show. King of the Hill. <laughs> and to um add to uh, about you know the communication, you know, well with Mike and I, you know, being promoters, you know, communication is very very key. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, and you know, if you're communicating, you know, then that's gonna cause a lot of problems because you know, yeah. I mean, the most important thing is that bands have to communicate. Hey, if they want to play a show, then they gotta communicate well, communicate with all exactly. the band members and whatnot. Make sure you get get all the information from the promoter or the venue, whoever they're working with, and whatnot. And you know, just go from there. Exactly. Yep. Uh, we're gonna ask two more questions and then we're gonna end this. But uh, how do we find you guys on the interwebs? Uh, yeah. So we're all over. I mean, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have uh, our music is available on iTunes, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play. Really just search Circadian Labs, you'll find everything that we have. And finally, are donations bigger than a bread box? Are donations bigger than a bread box? This is the second band. The second band, we have to explain that skit. So go along and do the skit. All right, so I explained this to the few from here already when we interviewed them. So. There's an episode of Eddie and Eddie, I'm not sure exactly what it's all about, but there's like a scene um, where in that episode they do like a telephone event. Uh, Eddie, oh, he's looking for de- donations. Eddie's, you know, doing his thing. Eddie gets a phone call going, Ed, telephone, and Ed's like, Eddie, do you keep donations in the fridge? And then just hangs up on him. A few <laughs> minutes later, Eddie gets another phone call. Ed, telephone, are donations bigger than a bread box? <laughs> and just slams the phone. And Ed, as he's asking that question, he's like, he really like ripped a hole on the floor looking for donations. So I was supposed to stab the floor just now. I missed my cue, guys. Well, I mean, you know, just, you know, it doesn't matter if you have to, like, you know, live that skit or something or that scene, but, you know, you know, what's the answer? No. I guess not. Yes. Absolutely not. <laughs> or kind of like the time when I asked you to say something stupid, your response was, I, get, I, I was like, I'm on Snapchat, do something stupid, and you're just like, Donations are... Do it. Do it. Are donations bigger than a bread box? No, no, no. The other one. The jazz show. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, so, you know, we did this, like, on Snapchat, like, Instagram stories. I just said, a while back. do something stupid right now. And, you know, I was like, do you keep donations for jazz shows in a... <laughs> I can't do the spaz right now because, you know, uh, I mean, the only way for me to spaz out, you know, hold on, wait. There we go. I got actually, you know, I, you know, pretty much, you know, if I have to spaz, I can't, you know, like, be excited about it, you know, because, you know, 
You usually yep. do that when we come home from a show and you look like you're about to crash into the side of the road and you're just like, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, I can't, you know, like feel that I have to, uh, that I will. I mean, I sometimes it just has to be spontaneous. You know, even if I want to do it, you know, I just, I don't know. You know, I just, I just have to have that certain feeling to spaz out and like that on purpose and what I mean. Sometimes, you know, I just spaz out just unintentionally. I mean, I mean, funny story. I, one time in high school, when I was in high school, you know, the bell rang, you know, going to the next class. I just spazzed out, and one guy was like, what are you doing? And I said, I was firming. I just randomly said that. That was back in high school. I don't remember what exact, when exactly that was, but still, you know, yeah. All right. Uh, any last words? Um... Uh, thank you very much for hunting us down to do this interview, guys. No you uh, let me shout out you real quick for always coming and chilling with the bands, throwing down, always Hell giving yeah. as much support as you throwing can. Down with our shirt off. Um, yeah, just keep an eye out for the next Circadian release. Right now we got no shows, but we're heavy into writing. Uh, gonna get this next EP done or a collection of songs, whatever the hell you want to call it. And yeah, please follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, whatever's out there. Shane also has a podcast that he's doing. Plug it. Check him out for a regular rhythm. It's mainly just an interview podcast about the scene, arts, oh, business sweet. people, creative individuals, you know what I mean? So uh, keep up with the Sergadian gang. You know, everything we do, we do together. Very good cool. crew over here. Yeah, well, well said by Matt. So he pretty much said it all. Just thanks a lot for taking the time to interview us. And, uh, Appreciate your energy in the crowd, you know, throughout the whole show, all the bands, so. I mean, I'm just, you know, that's just me. It's all natural for me, you know. I've been, you know, like, going to, like, local shows literally, like, almost every weekend since, like, uh, exactly. 2017. Like, Same. For over, like, two and a half years now, I've been going to, like, local shows, like, constantly. I mean, I've been to local shows in 2016. I mean, I've been going to shows since 2014, but I wasn't into the local scene until, you know, like, a couple years later. But look at me now. And, yo, oh, I'm yeah. going fucking apeshit because that's just me. I'm not sure if it's anything else, but, hey, that's just me. That's all I can say. I can verify these guys both throw down super hard. Awesome. But, no, thanks so much for having us on the podcast, no man. I, I, it was a little hectic at the end gathering everyone together, but mm -hmm. I'm glad we got to say all this. Yeah. First circadian interview on a podcast, too, so this nice. is pretty exciting for us. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, check out the band, check out us, whatever you want to do, man. Go support the local scene. Mm -hmm. Whatever you think about all day. Do that. That's it. All right. Uh, you heard it from uh, Circadian Laps. You heard it about Wawa and Sheets. So uh, go on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you can find it, the Pony Express, and uh, check it out. Damn Straight Radio and where Damn Straight Entertainment. Yes, indeed. Follow up with Damn Straight Entertainment at Damn Straight ENT, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And coming soon is DamnShitENT.com. But for now, it's DamnShitENT on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And fucking A. Thank you for listening. And remember, support local music. This has been another episode of Damn Straight Radio. Damn straight it's been. <laughs>